I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies. And we'll have some fun along the way. Welcome, everybody, to the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Jeff Gronemeyer, and today I am substituting and filling in for Julie Podowitz, who is obviously the CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. I'm lucky enough to be hosting this particular episode with David Smith. He's a sales director and many other hats, I'm sure, with New Perspective Senior Living. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, it's great to see you again. I know we had a chance to connect a little bit down in Nashville at one of Julie's masterclass sales trainings. Um, it was a great time for me. I hope it was a great time for you. Yeah, we had, man, it was it was terrific. I, I really uh, left that training, uh, you know, really filled up and, and uh, invigorated and, and encouraged, frankly. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Invigorated, encouraged. Those are those are great words. So for everybody listening, I know, you know, out there in the, the senior living world, a lot of people are obviously aware of New Perspective. They're probably aware of you as well, um, some of the people you work for. But let's give everybody a, a chance to kind of get to know you a little bit, maybe what you've done, how long you've been in senior living, a little bit about New Perspective and, and kind of where you're situated right now in terms of your role. Yeah, well, uh, thanks, Jeff. So um, New Perspective is based here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. Um, I've, I've lived here for going on 30 years, but my uh, career started about 34 years ago um, back in my home state of Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, really, I spent the, the first 30 of those years uh, more in an operations uh, capacity, mostly as uh, a, an executive director in, in various communities. Um, did that for, for uh, a few years in Pennsylvania. I transitioned uh, briefly to Florida. Uh, and then the big question that I get from people is, well, why in the heck would you move from Florida to, you know, the frozen tundra of Minnesota? And I did so for um, family considerations. But, you know, going on 30 years later, it's um, um, still a great place to live. And, and, uh, uh, and the Twin Cities in particular is, is a hotbed for senior housing and assisted living, as a, a lot of people are aware of. Um, about four and a half years ago, I... Um, finally decided what I wanted to do when I grew up, you know, and uh, uh, made the decision to move out of the operations area. And um, it didn't really take me long to figure out that uh, the sales uh, arena was was really the best fit for me. Um, it had always been a really enjoyable part of being an ED um, when you step in ad hoc, you know, and you come alongside families and and help them through the process, and in, and in many cases, you know, really being the answer for them. Uh, and so it was a was a natural fit. And in the last four and a half years, has been probably the greatest time in my in my professional life. And so uh, at at uh, you know here in my mid sixties, that's that's saying something, I think. But it's been great, and I don't I don't have any intentions of of stopping anytime soon, frankly. So. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting you bring up that point about coming from the operations side over to the sales side. I think many of us are very familiar with the opposite, you know, transition. I started as a senior, you know, as a CRD or sales director, and then 
end up being an ED and, and kind of go that direction. How do you think, and I did the same thing. I, I was in sales, I jumped into operations. So I'm interested in, in how this impacted you. What do you think the benefit of that experience was? So as a salesperson now, how do you think that operational insight is, is making you or has made you better in, in understanding or performing in the sales side of our industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I see everything that we do in, in our communities as an, as an integrated effort. Um, you know, there are a lot of different uh, areas of our operation um, and, and to have coming from the role of an ED and having to pay so much attention to all the matters that, um, you know, that hit you day to day and in, you know, everything from finance to resident satisfaction to, uh, you know, um, you know, leading a team and all those kinds of things. Once you get into the role of, of um, you know, that I'm in now, uh, it just gives me so much more um, of, a, of a, a balanced approach to this because I know that um, the, the last thing that I want to do as a sales director is to be stuck kind of in, an, in an, a disconnected silo and think that, you know, my whole, the whole world revolves around what I do. And that's, that is not the truth. The truth is that it, it does take a village to do what we do. Uh, and, and uh, I, uh, every sales director that comes my way that I have a, a chance to um, provide a little bit of coaching and mentoring, I say the same thing, man, team is everything. Uh, and when, when you're, when your prospective residents and their families walk through the door and you've got a really functional together group of people um, working shoulder to shoulder, that's a, that's palpable and you can, you can feel that. So coming out of, out of the operational side into the sales role that, that hit me right away. And it's true every single day. So. Yeah. I, I felt like for me, having had that operational experience, it was very similar to what you just shared. A clear perspective of how we really all do work together um versus that the idea of and you've probably heard this you know the argument of what's most important right clinical operations and clinical is part of the operations and sales you know every everybody who's leading something in our industry is leading something that's not easy um to do to provide the service, to train people, to do, you know, the levels that of, of, ex, of excellence that we all look for. Um, and when you have that ability to see it all as a village, you know, your, your comment takes a village. I think that's, you know, really beneficial, impactful, and insightful. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that, I, there should be more of that. I certainly, anybody listening on this um, webinar, I encourage you um, to, to try a lot of a little bit of that operations role too, if you're going to be in the sales side. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I would agree with that. And um, uh, yeah, the more, I think the more that you can recognize um, that, you know, everybody's got a, a lane to, to stay within, um, but it's not the same as, you know, being a group of seven or eight or 10 silos that are disconnected. If you're going to have those silos, you better have a lot of hallways and tunnels and bridges, you know, connecting each other, I think so. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Julie likes to talk about our operations um, holistically, like, uh, you know, wagon wheel where you've got the hub and then all of these um, departments, all of these services, all of the things that we do, you know, they're that important spoke 
Um, and you have to have that strong connection, right? Between that hub and the outer wheel. Otherwise it all falls down, you know, yeah. and you might be able to get by a little bit if, if one of them's off, but once you start getting uh, too many not working right, then the imbalance happens. So that's, you know, that's really important. Yeah. That, which is a, a good segue. Um, so, you know, we're always trying to learn and, and you and I got a chance to meet, like I mentioned at the top um, down in Nashville for a master class. you know, off the cuff, what, what motivated you when you saw, Hey, this is a class that's going on. What motivated somebody with your level of background experience, knowledge in this industry to say, I'm going to take a couple of days, go to Nashville and, and see what this is all about. Yeah. Well, so it started with an invitation from uh, my district director of sales, Melody, who was there with me and you met. Um, and, uh, uh, she said, what would you think about Nashville? And I, and I thought two things, one, I actually really like traveling <laughs> and it was a good chance to, uh, you know, step out of the day to day for a few days and, and, uh, just, you know, do, you know, just fly into a different city and just be part of a different scene for, for part of a week. Uh, but then secondly, um, the purpose for that, which was, um, you know, get in and among other sales directors from other parts of the country, um, and, uh, rub shoulders with people that, you know, many of whom are doing the exact same work that we're doing, all of them really in, in, in a lot of respects, but then also being led by Julie and her interdisciplinary team um, through, through that masterclass, through a whole program. That, that kind of thing always appeals to me because, um, uh, you know, I, I, well, I'm a lifelong learner. So even at uh, even at age, the age that I am, which I guess I don't really need to talk about, but, um, but I can just tell you that if, if there ever comes a point where I, I don't have a hunger and a thirst for that, um, uh, that's when I'm kind of dead in the water, frankly. I, I, if you ever walk into any community or wherever you are and think you've got it all figured out and that you've absorbed every possible thing that you can, uh, yeah, I'm just telling you flat out that's that's not the truth. Um, we we can gain um, so much just from uh, you know being with other people who are doing this doing the same work, um, and then also being led you know uh, by somebody like Julie uh, who has really dedicated her uh, her career and and now her organization Grow Your Occupancy to to doing this very thing. So. Yeah, it's I have to agree with that, you know, point that you share the the chance to kind of rub elbows, spend some time listening to other people talk. I mean, we we get a lot of conversation in our own organizations. I'm sure, you know, Melody, you and David and others in the sales organization, a new perspective, you're always talking and sharing. What are our challenges? What are our goals? How are we going to get there? Um, but even as wide as that net is, it can be limited and by perspective, you know, it's our operation, it's our cities and states, um, it's our building types. When you get to a class like that, you, you do get to hear from all the other, all the other people, different kinds of buildings, different experience levels. Um, with that, you know, thinking it along those lines, what impact did you like? Was there a an aha moment from somebody or a specific takeaway that maybe you that kind of illustrated that point of going, wow, you know, I, I maybe had forgotten that or, or heard it, something along those lines that being in that group would have would have brought that to the forefront for you. Yeah, there and there were a lot of um a lot of times through the two days when 
uh, I was reminded of something or just heard something new, you know, uh, or a certain perspective. But there was one thing that we did as a group um, that Melody and I both agreed was um, <clears throat> stood out. And that was when we did a little bit of role playing. <laughs> um, as you recall, Jeff, we um, had some fun, uh, you know, part of the second day, uh, just, you know, kind of creating a scenario. Uh, and uh, one person would play the you know, prospective resident or the family member, and, and then another person would play the role of the sales director, um, something that we do every day in our jobs, but now we are role-playing. We're, um, you know, we're, it's a little bit like, you know, afternoon at the improv. Um, and for people that have um, uh, a little bit of uh, drama experience, theater experience that I actually do, um, it's not an uncomfortable thing for me to do something like that, but for a lot of people, it's it's a little frightening. What you want me to do? What exactly? Um, but but so we we in at New Perspective, we um, one of the sales activities that we do a lot of is prospect case studies, um, where we'll actually take um, the story of somebody that we've been working with and uh, um, ask a lot of questions about where are they in in the sales process? Where are they in their readiness to make a, a transition from? home to a supportive community, you know, um, what's the story, what are the details, um, and, and, and it leads us to really what's the next step for them uh, in, in helping them to advance. I saw, the, I saw the role playing as a way to enhance the prospect case studies. I saw the role playing as a whole other layer of that, where not only are you talking about it, but you're really simulating it. So we had um, the second one that we did was one that Jeff, you and I were actually engaged in together, right? I think I'm divorced. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I moved into the community and my much younger, uh, my much, much younger partner has <laughs> left me for a more vibrant life. Yeah, she moved on. But um, that was the that was what I was faced with. So I played the sales director and you um, you were the older prospective resident who was ready to move in. But. Well, a, a much younger wife who was clearly not. And, uh, you know, lest we think that we're never going to be confronted with something like that, you can get confronted by all kinds of things, you know. And so the fun of that, of that, um, that role play was that, you know, we created this safe space uh, to say, look, this is just, we're doing this as an exercise. Um, somebody step up and be bold and, and take on the role. Um, and after a little bit of, of nudging, I did, right? And so um, we got to the point, and I was kind of clipping along okay with the, with the questions and, and getting the answers, but I got to a point where I didn't know where to go with it. And so I was able in that moment to stop the, stop the simulation and then say to the group, guys, I'm stuck here. Right. I don't actually really know where I would go with, with this what do you all think? And then we had some really good um, uh, input from other people um, about uh, some possible ways to go, you know, and the reason it was so uh, uh, helpful uh, and instructive is because you get a room of, I don't know how many people we had there, Jeff, maybe 30 people or something yeah, like that, yeah. right? Um, and you're going to get all kinds of viewpoints and perspectives and some real uh, creativity and insight. 
And uh, uh, I can tell you for a fact that in that role play and the one that we did previous, I was going, man, I, I don't know that I would have quite thought of that on my own. And the thing about it is as a sales director, we are pretty much on our own with those families every time. So this was a way to, I guess, thinking back to, you know, the old Batman days where you're just kind of adding tools to the utility belt, frankly. And right. so Mel and I looked at each other and said, man, we got to do more of this kind of thing in our organization. And that's what we've started to do on some of our district sales calls. We've started to do some role playing um, and, uh, and trying to kind of teach our fellow sales directors the value of just getting this kind of perspective and input. So it was, it was amazing, actually. And, and we loved it, frankly. So Oh, that's great. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. I, the role plays are fun um, in classes like that to do and participate in. And, you know, I'll tell you, too, I think it ties into two things. One, um, whoever's doing it, you learn something, whether you're, you know, whether you're an attendee or whether you're one of Julie's team. Like you said, there's so much coming out that there's always something new to learn. And I think that speaks to the value of a coach. Um, I thought about this last night when I was watching the Buccaneers and the, the um, Cowboys play and, you know, there's Tom Brady and you think if there's a guy who probably doesn't need a coach, you know, maybe he's him, but then you see the struggles and you realize even somebody as accomplished as Tom as with all the records and all the things they were putting up, that coaching's still important. And it sounds like, you know, you kind of have that same feeling as that, that, that coaching aspect, that chance to share and, and do those kinds of practice role plays where the game isn't on the line, where moving isn't lost because we didn't come up with the right thing um, can really make a difference, right? Yeah, ab absolutely. It, it's um, kind of creating that safe space. And it's also, um, you know, giving uh, sales directors uh, practice, you know, frankly, in, in, guiding these conversations because we get into, as you know, Jeff, you know, just about the time where you think you've seen every possible kind of family or situation or dysfunction come your way, a new one pops up and you go, yeah, I, I, I'm reminded. I just have, I've not seen everything and I'm not likely to. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Every generation that comes to us, you know, five to seven years is a new kind of group of people yeah. with new dynamics. Um, I, you know, I was just telling this to somebody the other day, I started in, you know, this industry when it was the yellow pages yeah. um, and a newspaper. And now here we are with video tours um, yeah. that, that, and that's changed how people want to speak to us, what they expect from us as sales directors and things along those lines. So um, that's that's really good. So if you were going to you know, talk to somebody or somebody was asking you, hey, you know, what do you think you could do to help your career get better? Um, you know, would classes like this be something you recommend? You know, what would be your recommendation and, and maybe why would you you tell them that it's worth their time to to invest in themselves and, and or their company to invest them for, for these kinds of opportunities. Yeah, definitely. I, I without hesitation, um, I would, you know, minimally, I would give two bits of advice uh, to somebody who is either new or relatively new stepping into this role, but even somebody who's got, you know, a bit of, you know, stuff under their belt, you know, um, number one, 
occasionally, maybe it's a, a yearly thing or something, um, get yourself into some kind of formalized um, uh, training, a, a two-day. Um, if you have the opportunity to travel a bit so that you can clear your headspace and not be encumbered with, oh yeah, I'm going to check what's going on in the community because I'm right next door or whatever. If you can do that, um, if your organization would allow for that and have the have the means to let you do that. I think it's really um, just kind of helps to fill your bucket. There's just no question that, um, you know, that kind of environment and particularly what I see Julie putting together um, in her master classes, um, having a group of people, um, and not only her leading it, but other people stepping in, like you were there, Jeff, and, and a few of the others who, um, I won't attempt any names because I'm going to forget somebody, but, um, but everybody came at it from their own expertise and their own area uh, of, um, of influence and so forth. And, uh, you know, if you come to something like that with the idea that I'm, I am going to come away with something, you will. You simply will come away uh, with things that you're going to be able to utilize um, uh, either things that you can change in your in your uh, your pattern or your 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 rhythm or your cadence uh, or things that you can um, uh, things that you're already doing but you need reminders of or you need to bolster um, grow your occupancy was uh, it was a terrific two-day training and I've been through a number of things um, uh, and and it was you know one that you know, was near, you know, at or near the, the top of the ones that I've, that I've been part of. And then the second bit of advice would be um, find somebody um, who you would identify as, as a mentor, somebody that you can be accountable to. A lot of organizations have that built in. Um, I have Melody, who's our district director of sales, and uh, um, the, the, um, the, the level of, of, you know, trust and synergy that I have with her um, just makes it you know, so much greater for me as a, you know, person out here in a community. I don't ever feel like I'm alone, you know, sitting out on an island. There's just, there's tremendous support, um, uh, guidance if I need it. Uh, but there's also accountability, frankly, because when your organization is going to identify, these are, the, these are your key sales activities. These are your key metrics, things that if you do this, um, you're going to have success. Um, the accountability piece of that, I think, is important. And we have that at New Perspective. Yeah, those are great shares. Um, and I would say from my own personal experience, I, I agree completely. Um, I was never so happy when I did identify a couple of strong mentors, people that I could reach out to in those moments where you wonder, you know, what's the right thing or am I seeing things the way I should see them? Um, you know, a mentor is one of the people that said, you should really take a step across the line and, and work in operations as an ED for a short period of time to, again, better understand exactly yeah. what a building, what a building is and, and what's going through somebody's mind and, and what their motivations and accountabilities are. So, um, you know, that was a great example. And then, of course, with the sales coaching, I think, you know, to, to reiterate some of the things you shared, <clears throat> A class like that where there's multiple levels of experience, um, where there's people who are coming at our industry from various things. I know, you know, we had people coming from vendor positions that sell and service, you know, products um, to senior housing. We had operators, we had 
straight marketers, we had salespeople, um, you know, everybody being able to lend that in. And I think hopefully um, while you were there too, it gave you a chance to create some connections that become those linear conversations that you can have and reach out, whether it's from LinkedIn or, you know, um, other industry events that we go to. I think that holistically creates um, some value as well. I think so. Yeah. You know, as you think about just building a network of people, um, you know, and LinkedIn's a good example. I think, it, you know, we were done with the session and probably same day you and I connected on LinkedIn. Right. I think I was already connected with Julie and there's some one or two other people that I connected with right away. Um, and that's actually a, you know, a really wonderful um, thing to know that you've got some friends across the country. And frankly, coming out of that kind of a, an experience, people you could even reach out to, to, to say, hey, I've been thinking about this, or what do you think about uh, this kind of thing? And know that you're probably going to get some response to that, frankly. So, yeah, yeah, it was, um, that's a huge benefit of coming to those. And, you know, I was also impressed with how, um, how it flowed, you know, it didn't feel like ever there was this gap where I, I put my hand, you know, in my head and said, yeah, you know, I've only heard this a hundred thousand times. Um, <laughs> it, it, even if it was information I heard before, it was still, I think to your point, the dynamic of how it was being delivered. Um, and I tell this to my kids who are not kids anymore. I should, you know, fully on young adults, but, um, you know, when they would say, well, you've already told me that type of thing. Um, I think hearing the same message in multiple ways delivered in, in with multiple, um, strategies, like you said, with, you know, I could tell you how to do a call, but then to role play it is a different strategic way to learn something. Right. Um, I think constantly having those inputs is good. And, and hopefully that's what you felt, you know, that kind of training and class was delivering. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I knew inside of five or 10 minutes in that room, um, you know, with Julie's leadership, but just meeting everybody else and hearing other people speak that, um, we were, um, you know, kind of sharing this, really sharing the same uh, idea uh, about uh, how, what is really successful in, in senior housing sales. And that is that um, it is a very relational kind of a thing that we do. You know, I tell people it's a hundred percent relational there. There's a transaction that you're going for, but the core of it is not transactional, like out in the used car lot. The core of it is relational and how you come alongside families and help them through this sometimes excruciatingly difficult thing they're going through. Um, and it's true today, it was true yesterday, and it's gonna be true tomorrow. And uh, I think that um, if a salesperson really knows that uh, and, and um, is committed to that, they would say the same thing that, um, keep telling me, keep reminding me, because it's very easy to kind of fall into that, um, you know, a few bad habits and, and oh my goodness, I'm, my numbers are down and I'm going to have to scramble. And next thing you know, it becomes transactional. You're trying to get somebody into, you know, something off the used car lot. And it's just not how we do our work. It just doesn't work that way. So um, just, you know, uh, a lot of best practices were not only, you know, shared, but it's just healthy to keep hearing this over and over again. I, you know, somebody uh, said once, we got to stop listening to ourselves and start preaching to ourselves, right? And I think that, think about that. I think that's, uh, you know, so the more that we can kind of fill our buckets with, 
what we know to be true about how we do our work, I think the better it is, is going to be for us, our organizations, our communities. So Yeah, well, I couldn't agree more. And that was a very powerful way to put it. And um, I'm, I'm 100% behind everything you just shared there, for sure. It's, uh, it's an important job. It's a hard job. Um, and, you know, again, anything that you can do to, to try to make it better, um, make it more effective, and ultimately, at the end of the day, make it something that the, the prospects and the families that we talk to can, can manage and get through and complete the journey in, in the way that's most meaningful to them. Um, whether that's moving in or not, as long as they can at least complete the journey uh, in a way that the outcome is what they can accept, <clears throat> then we've done a good job. And that's that's no small feat. So um, I know we're, you know, getting close to the end of time. I, you probably got to get back and, and work on some move-ins and everything else. But I first wanted to say thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast um, and talk with us a little bit about, you know, you and your perspective. And thank you for sharing so many insights with, you know, the people that listen to this podcast. That's the first part. More importantly, thank you for, you know, everything you brought to the class. Um, being willing to jump in, I think it says a lot about you and what you are about when you said in this, you know, our conversation here, I got to a point where I didn't know the answer anymore. Um, I get there, I get there a lot in a lot of different reasons. And it's, and, and that's a, that's a really important thing. I think if anybody, my hope takes away from this um, podcast is we don't ever always have every answer um, and being able to acknowledge that's important. So I really appreciate that. Um, I will share with um, everybody on the podcast you know, um, make sure you check out Grow Your Occupancy. Um, it's online. It's um, on the YouTube. There's make sure you hit subscribe when you go in and check out um, Julie and, and Grow Your Occupancy on YouTube so you can get all the great people she talks to. Normally, 99% of the time you get Julie's quality. Um, you don't get the substitute co-host um, like I am, but it was an honor for me to be able to sit in and certainly great to see you again, David. Um, hopefully, you know, you get a chance to to come to another one in the future. You think she does them once a quarter or even more than that. So um, hopefully you and your team can continue to benefit and obviously always reach out to us, right? Um, we're always here for you, no matter what you need, um, friendship or, or, or professionally. Yeah, thank you. I, I really appreciate that, Jeff. I um... Appreciate the the invitation and and it was fun to see you again and just chat through and kind of uh, remember what uh, what our experience was a couple of months ago. So I would love to and I, I anticipate that at some point we'll meet up again a little down the road. So absolutely, yeah, and we'll have to uh, we'll have to keep our one upping on the Star Wars gear going. So <laughs> I'm, I'm down one currently. I'm gonna have to work on uh, on coming up with something to to take over for the uh, the figurines. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think your your Lego model is pretty awesome, though. I got to say that. So well, I got to give that credit to my son. But yeah, it was it was fun to have over Christmas. So that was that was a great uh, great thing to share there as we we were coming on the uh, coming online. So. Yeah. Have a great afternoon. Thanks again, David, for everything and, and everybody out there watching the podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, look forward to, to meeting everybody soon someday um, and helping you with your, your, your roles and, and whatever else we can. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.